Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Water levels have reached historic lows, and competition for the remaining water is growing fierce. As California recovers from epic storms, the fight for water is just beginning in the U.S. West. Massive boost to U.S. solar manufacturing now underway thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act. Plus, we were excellent scientists. Exxon scientists in the 1970s accurately predicted today's warming levels and weather disasters. All of those accurate and ignored predictions and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when the government takes control of your ability to cook, heat, travel, and eat... The alarm bells really start to ring. Those aren't alarm bells ringing in your head, Stuart Varney of Fox News. Good luck. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, after about three weeks, I'm happy to say things are finally, finally, beginning to dry out here in California, and that may not be good news, unfortunately. (laughs) Well, California has begun the costly process of repairing damage from that series of intense atmospheric river storms and floods that destroyed infrastructure and crops and killed at least 19 people. Even with all of that torrential rain, officials say the state's reservoirs are still only about 80 percent full on average. Mm. The rains helped but won't end the state's 20-year historic drought. According to UC Davis climate scientist Paul Ulrich in an interview with Fox Weather, this latest round of storms has accelerated state and local efforts to strengthen infrastructure and build water capture projects as quickly as possible. I've never seen a year in which somebody's actually said we have exactly as much water as we need. We're going to see a lot more state investment in building up that infrastructure, reinforcing our existing infrastructure and making sure that we're prepared whether we get hit by drought or flood. Not a moment too soon. In Arizona, the historic western mega drought is shrinking the Colorado River, ushering in the era of water competition. On January 1st, the city of Scottsdale, which gets the majority of its water from the Colorado River, has cut off the tiny rural community of Rio Verde foothills from the city water supply that the neighborhood has relied on for decades, saying that there is not enough to share. Water is now delivered by truck. Prices have nearly tripled, and potential solutions are mired in political division and dwindling options. These folks are out there in the middle of the desert. A lot of them have no wells. Those people who have wells have seen them dry up. And they're not getting any help. This is just the beginning. In recent comments to CBS News, Scottsdale Mayor David Ortega underscored the tough decisions ahead in the arid state. They should manage their own destiny with their own water. The constant decline of the water source is reality. Yeah. We have to adapt, and then we have to adapt more, (laughs) and we have to adapt more. And you have to stop building in the middle of the desert. Buckle up. The U.K.'s weather service projects that a warming El Nino weather pattern will form in the Pacific Ocean later this year, which tends to goose global temperatures and turbocharge extreme weather across the planet. The U.K. Met Office projects that both 2023 and 2024 are likely to be hotter than 2022, which was already the fifth hottest year on record and brought record-shattering heat waves and floods across the Northern Hemisphere. I think I'm starting to see a pattern here. 
In other news, a new study exposes that not only did oil giant ExxonMobil know as early as the 1970s that burning fossil fuels would cause catastrophic climate change, but Exxon scientists nailed their projections. The study is the first to examine the performance of Exxon's climate modeling and shows that Exxon executives knew to the tenth of a degree just how much they were going to warm the planet and the weather disasters it would bring. To a tenth of a degree. We were excellent scientists. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you are. Instead of warning the public, Big Oil spent millions over the intervening decades, quote, orchestrating lobbying and propaganda campaigns to delay climate action, misleading the public to cast doubt on the science. As you heard, the scientists recently testified in Congress they knew exactly what would happen. But of course, no one listened to them other than the executives who heard what they had to say and then spent millions to make sure the American people did not. Finally, a bit of positive news. South Korean solar equipment manufacturer Qcells has announced the largest yet investment in domestic solar in the U.S., $2.5 billion for a new manufacturing complex in Georgia to build solar panels and components, which could ultimately supply 30 percent of U.S.-made solar panels in five years. The company cited climate incentives in President Biden and the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act, which all Republicans voted against. Even as those same Republicans are now claiming they're going to get to work to bring manufacturing back to the U.S. Newsflash, it's already coming back. But thanks anyway, Republicans. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. We are the future. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate.